Welcome to As Time Goes By. I'm so glad to be sitting here with Tina Adamson. Tina is the um, administrator for the Kiowa County Commission. And uh, I don't know what she does, so that's why we have her on, to find out what's going on, among other things. I know that there are some proposals, Tina, that one thing that's set up, and you may want to speak to that, is some people are issue are interested in a new road that would bypass the 287 entrance to the cemetery here. Anybody who lives here knows where that is. And so what's going on and what has to happen before the commission can take steps? Um, I appreciate you having me on, Rich. And uh, um, there's uh, some really interesting things happening at uh, the county right now. And one thing is that road. Um, so where the, uh, what we call Holter Hill, uh, and the road that goes to the cemetery and the FFA ag farm um, is in a kind of precarious place, and uh, that's always been a worry. So for several years, uh, people have at times brought up uh, maybe having a bypass road so that the kids could go out um, from town, not on the not on 287, and have to turn on or off at that road. Where the 287 is where those uh, where those 18 wheelers are traveling constantly. Yes. And uh, as we know, they are not given to slowing down. Right. Every time they should. Yeah. And so uh, that would that would uh, make it a very safe. Any way to go around that way, and that's that's been the the primary goal is to uh, provide a safer route for people, um, especially the kids that go out uh, to the ag farm. And I yeah. I believe that's somewhat uh, part of the agenda this time. Um, there is a process that has to be followed um, in order to be able to do something like uh, creating a new county road. Uh, one of which is there has to be uh, a formal request made to the Board of Commissioners. And that would come from where? It could c come from any resident in the county. Oh. Um, it could just be one letter or it could be a letter signed by many people. It could be a petition. Um, but they have to have something that is formal, a formal request to, to act. And then um, who are the landowners? So KCEDF, um, which is Kiowa County, County Economic Development Foundation, owns the property um, that the land would ha or the road would have to be created on. And you, do you petition off of that road then, or how do, how do you decide that you can give up that territory? The the landowner would have to agree to just agree to giving it? the county an easement. And if uh, they yeah. did that, then the county could go in and construct a road, and it then becomes pretty much county property as far as um, we have control of what happens there on it, and we have the liability for what happens on it. It seems to me, just as someone sitting here talking with you, that uh, th this is an important step. Uh, I don't think it could be minimized. Uh, when you consider the safety of these youngsters, among other things, and other people. Right. Uh, I, I turned off on that road uh, to the cemetery and come back on that, and it is a little bit tight there. Yeah. 
And, you know, uh, speed limits and, and stuff could be in place to um, uh, help with the traffic. And they uh, right now, I think uh, the main concern that's brought this up, it's come up in the past, but there's been opposition to it, as far as I can, uh, I've been told. Um, so I wasn't here at that time, but one of our commissioners was here, and he said there was quite a bit of opposition to it. So um, it kind they, of died I, out and didn't go anywhere. Do you know why the opposition? I don't know. No. I don't know what all of I uh, we we didn't have any really a lot of time to go yeah. about it. So it was just brought up um, shortly in the conversation, but um, I'm sure it will be brought up again if you know, if whoever had the opposition is still around. Mm. Um, but, uh, so you have, um, a formal request and then you, if, if there is landowner, uh, agreement, um, then the commission would have to talk with planning and zoning. Sure. So our planning and zoning board would review everything. Um, there would be a public hearing, so that wow. people that didn't want the road could could come and speak, or people that did want the road, pretty much any change that's made by the county uh, requires a process of which we inform the people and we give them an opportunity to speak to that, um, and and that would be it too. And then once the public hearing uh, was done and they heard from the residents of the county, and once the planning and zoning board spoke to the issue, however they feel about it, then it's solely up to the board of commissioners to decide whether to go uh, ahead and go through with that or not. Which brings me to this very important question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that, uh, that I'm not alone when I say there are a lot of people who do not understand how these processes can take so long and why they have to be so complete and what else the commission does and that you have to uh, see and control. Right. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, because of the authority that lies with the Board of Commissioners, um, they're the only, um, well, they're the highest elected officials of the county okay. and of course there's three uh not allowing any one person to make you know uh, really important decisions um it has to be uh the processes that are in place safeguard um everybody's rights uh and it you know it really um you know when you when you elect a commissioner uh, hopefully you trust in uh, that they're going to make the decisions that you would agree with. Um, but that is why you do have, you have, you have the three. That's right. So that no one person or even two people right. can run things. Um, just for the record, who do we have as commissioners right now in Kiowa County? Right now in District 1, which is um, the eastern uh, third of the county, we have Mike Lenning. And Mike replaced Richard Scott, um, so he is an appointed uh, commissioner right now. He will have to run for election um, in 2022. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, 
our next one in District 2, which is the center of Kiowa County, is Howard or Butch Robertson. And, um, and then our chairman, who is the commissioner in District 3, which is the west end of the county, is Donald Oswald. And those three will sit among themselves, <laughs> I guess, and come up with decisions. And those decisions, in many cases, still have to come back to the people, don't they? As in the process with this road we talked about. It, it does involve um, communication and a process that um, the people can be involved in. Uh, um, vacating a road or, or making a new road, anything like that that's going to affect uh, taxpayer dollars, um, and how the, you know, any, any extra roads we make require extra maintenance, um, and there we get go. extra mm -hmm. funding for them. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it did really... You, did you mention taxpayers' dollars? Is that what you said? Just, you just yes. said that? Yes, I did. Uh, I thought I heard the word tax. Tax, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the T word. <laughs> and so, so the commission has a lot to do with what kind of taxes we have in our county. And where do you fit in there, Madam Administrator? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been a huge proponent for a sales tax um, for since basically since I got on. Um, I didn't know a lot um, about how county government ran. I worked um, in city government for a while. So I was, you know, kind of familiar that way, but um, uh, there's so many things that we need um, as a society, and the only way that we can have roads and schools and hospitals and fire protection and stuff is from taxpayer dollars. So we're looking at that now, aren't we? We are. We are looking at a sales tax. Um, the one thing that I like about a sales tax is it's not um, just a burden on the county residents. Our property tax, which is our, our biggest form of revenue for the county, is uh, solely on the residents of the county. Sure. Um, but a sales tax would be collected from anybody traveling through the county and purchasing goods in Kiowa County, um, and they would contribute to our economy, just like if we go to Lamar or we go to Pueblo or Colorado Springs shopping, we're actually contributing to their economy. And that's, and that's a question that, of course, <laughs> is debated quite a bit. Uh, how much do we put on um, local control of the, of the economy? Uh, you're saying that that gives it right to the person who uses the 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 the, uh, the things we own. That's right. That they borrow, they use, or whatever. They rent it, they pay the sales tax, or there is a tax. Right. So all in all, Tina, when someone visits with you, as we are right now, and says, "Hi, Tina, uh, tell me, what do you do? <laughs> what do you say?" <laughs> a lot. <laughs> well, that's it's, why we're here. <laughs> it's really diff difficult to um, describe all the different things that um, 
I am responsible for or my office. And basically what it was told to me um, when I, I started as administrator was that the commissioners are the policy makers and the administrator is implementation. So the commissioners make the decisions and I have to act on every decision that they make. Mm -hmm. So um, whatever they decide, whether we're going to go out for a grant, um, uh, whether we're going to have a sales tax question, um, or um, just just anything in general that they choose to do, I, it's my job to make sure that that gets done. And uh, sometimes that works pretty good, and sometimes it's a little <laughs> difficult, but um, uh, policy and procedures are huge uh, in my position. Uh, I'm the bookkeeper, basically, accounting for the county. Um, we have the treasurer who deals with the funds and the tax funds and stuff, but as far as county business goes, um, my office does all of that. We collect all the money um, and deposit. Uh, we pay all the bills. We do the payroll, human resources. Um, anything to do with personnel goes through my office. Um, grant management. Uh, there's just, it's um, endless. Uh, we are, um, I'm working with my road foreman to... Uh, get a new gravel pit going in Kiowa County. Uh, we bill for gravel. We bill for the landfill. Uh, a big part of my job is making sure that we are following the regulations um, for, for every aspect of our county business, land use, um, landfill, uh, there's regulations that govern our uh, roads and uh, permitting. Um, I do all of the building permits and conditional use permits and anything like that for the county. Um, it's kind of a just an endless thing. So it, any mm. any type of business that we do, I am deeply involved. So does the county marry up with the city in anything how, how does are there times when the city and the county must work these things out together it is um it requires a really um a close relationship generally between the municipalities and the county um uh, everything works better that way there isn't always the best communication between the two or interaction but it is the higher government's responsibility to help the lesser government. Just like the state's responsibility is to help us as counties, sure. it's the county's responsibility yeah. to help the town. So if there's something that they're needing done that we can assist with, um, it is our responsibility to do that. So I'm sitting in front of my computer and I'm watching or listening, <laughs> a little television there, I'm uh, listening to this podcast. And I'm wondering just what issues are we facing right now that the county is dealing with right now? There's some huge things on our plate right now. And this is something that in, things that involve 
the entire county. Um, we have had for many years now a daycare issue. Uh, we want growth in the county. We're expecting um, alternative energy development. And this is a huge, huge part of what I'm doing right now is working towards um, the regulations and the permitting to get alternative energy into the county. Uh, with that comes many, many people. Just to build a uh, wind farm, uh, they say it takes about 200 people. So if you have an influx of 200 people into Kiowa County, where are they going to eat? Where are they, they going to live? Mm. You know, how are you going to deal with uh, the um, controlling the people? You know, your your police force will have be there'll be a lot more that they have to do. Um, and probably more officers infrastructure hired, isn't right? isn't good in Kiowa County for growth, mm. and so that's our main concern right now. One of the things that we're working with in a regional group is housing. So SCED, which is Southern uh, Colorado Economic Development District, is uh, a group of counties that um, in, our, in our region, and what they have done is they have uh, got a developer to agree to come and build 70 houses in these uh, Oh, nine or 13 counties. I can't remember for sure now. Um, I think it's in the nine counties, um, six of which would be in Kiowa County. So we've been working to get properties that they can build on. Um, and with this, once we get these houses built, then the opportunity for more growth will be there because right now it's you can't get a construction loan here because... There is no comparables. So meaning, this... Meaning what now? No comparables. Um, in order for a bank to loan on construction, they need some comparable uh, projects hmm. to determine what the value is, maybe after you build, and the cost of it and everything. So uh, this project will give six comparables for... Um, for this and hopefully open it up to where a local construction company could build a house, you know, or a big development com company could come in and build a housing project, much like what happened at Deer Trail. I was just know. thinking of that. You, yeah. you notice on I-70, those houses... They just poop, and there they were. There they were, Yep. exactly. Yep. So that would, that could happen here? It could. Um, um, I, uh, it, you would have to have the um, the developer would have to have the um, see the need and the opportunity for um, income off of it. But should some something like alternative energy come in, and uh, so if a wind farm, it takes about two hundred people to to build the wind farm. Afterwards, it takes about thirty five full time people to actually run it. So even 35 new homes in uh, Kiowa County is big for us. So <laughs> it would take something like a developer coming in and doing that um, in order to accommodate that type of growth. Um, what we fear is if this doesn't happen, 
then this uh, these people will live in Prowers County or Cheyenne County and travel to and fro. and travel mm -hmm. back and forth. So the tax dollars that are earned here will probably be spent elsewhere. You know, and we we want to we are hoping, you know, to grow the economy and really um, turn uh, turn around things. You know, when I was in high school here in Eads, um, we had uh, almost a thousand people in the town of Eads. Uh, now we have uh, a little over six hundred and fifty, I believe, six sixty or something like that. So um, that's that's quite a decline. You know, we have businesses that are closed. Um, oh, we do. We and do. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, we would just like to see more growth, uh, a lively and, uh, you know, uh, the Crow Luther group and the town has really, really helped out our main street right. by having the theater and doing uh, some renovation project uh with these old buildings here on Main Street, and the county did the same on the other side. We uh, we renovated uh, part of the buildings for our social services and public health offices. This is as time goes by, and I'm talking with Tina Adamson, and Tina is the administrator for our county, of Kiowa County. And uh, what do you say, Tina, to somebody who says, you know, I don't want to see a lot of growth. Uh, I lived in the cities. I don't want to live in the city anymore. What do you say? Well, um, is there, I mean, is it going to be controlled in a way that it doesn't right. just go wild? Yeah, I understand. You know, the we live in an ag, uh, rural ag community, and it's quiet. There's not, you know, a lot of crime. Of course, it's getting more as our marijuana laws have changed and drugs are more prevalent. Mm. Um, crime is also. Uh, but the problem is you either grow or die. Very seldom do you just stay status quo, you know. So um, we, the county is facing um, some really troubling economic issues. You know, we one of the things that I spoke about and we spoke about at the public hearings for the sales tax is um, over the past six years, since I started in 2015, um, our assessed value, which is what our taxes are based on for the county, has decreased $4 million. It has pretty much steadily decreased every year since I've been here. It went up a little bit one year, but it's never gone up to where it was when I started. And the problem with that and what I'd like for people to think about is if you were earning a wage and you bought a house and you have your bills and your car payment, you have your, you know, all the costs that you have, and every year for six years, you took a cut in pay. Would you be able to sustain the way you live? Would you be able to make your house payments and and drive the car you want and stuff? Or would you have to start making cuts? You know, maybe not uh, have the entertainment, maybe not go on vacations or go to movies, uh, maybe so this, eating this differently. What, this is what you see the county facing. I do. I absolutely do. I feel like we will either grow economically or we're going to have to make cuts in services and 
employees, whatever, to be able to stay at this decreased revenue level every year. We need something like alternative energy to boost that revenue. Um, we can't keep help. We have, um, we've lost two employees in the last month because they got offered more money at another county, mm. a neighboring county. We're not even close. One of them um, got, for the exact same position, has, was offered a $5 an hour increase. Uh, that, um, you, you can't hardly turn that down with the same benefits, doing the same job in the same local area, basically. And another one um, also got offered um, in two different de departments for the county, um, a job in a neighboring county, making more money. We've had two road and bridge positions open since the first of the year, and I have not even had an applicant. And it's not only county government, is it? I mean, it's, it, it would be pervasive through the entire community. I believe so. And, and other areas of employment. Right. I think, um, you know, because we're a rural ag community, the farmers um, have their you know, their their children can come back and work for them on the farm and they can provide uh, uh, jobs for their families, which is awesome, you know, and that provides for one sector of our mm -hmm. county. And then the schools, um, you know, we have teaching jobs, we have nursing jobs at the hospital. I'm not sure I know, like, uh, doctors. How, how, do we, how do we get a doctor to come and want to live in this community, you know, once they get here and they see the great people and the, mm -hmm. um, the safety and security and, and that small family type community, uh, then they want to stay here. But how are we going to get them here to start with? There's You're no a little tired of, of being referred to everything, to the Springs or to Absolutely. Pueblo or wherever. Yeah. 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 So, and there's no housing for them. So where, where would we put a new doctor? Um, I, I heard the other day somebody said a house uh, became available and that, that person had 31 offers either to rent or purchase that home in Eads, Colorado. So that tells us there's a huge need. I have my daughter and son-in-law living with us and they've been trying to find a home for to rent or purchase for uh, over a year, and mm. it's it's there's some really uh, huge concerns sure. and needs mm. in the county, and the commissioners are working um, as we can and as we get help. You know, there's only so much that we can do, especially with the decreased revenue and not enough funding and stuff. But when we can group with our region and like with the housing project and other things, um, that's how we're going to see growth. So the biggest need? The biggest need I feel like we have is housing. In the, in the, in the county. The whole county. Yeah. And, and secondary would be daycare because you can't have people come and work if they have no place no for place their kids to, to go. Now we do have one daycare, do we not? We do, and it has it has been struggling since it opened. 
Um, it's it, uh, they can't pay the wages again mm-hmm. to keep employees. They have to be part-time employees. They can't pay them full-time because they can't afford the benefits. And um, then the regulations, this is where the regulations are huge. Uh, daycares are so regulated that there's no way that this daycare or any of the daycares really can operate without additional funding. Uh, Somebody has to inject revenue outside of the daycare into it in order to keep it open. Most counties, we used to have a county-run daycare, which um, because of our decreased revenues and stuff, we couldn't sustain it. But Prowers County, they, they basically run or inject the money into theirs um, they said there was a daycare that just closed in Otero County. And Otero County has a lot more opportunity for revenue and people to, to work and stuff than we do. If they can't keep a daycare open, it's really difficult for us. So, and then the commissioners so are working with the daycare to try to do all that they can to support it without um, obligating the county um to more than what we can sustain. Raina Lacero is sitting next to me here, and she's uh, she's running the board, as we say in radio, where I came from. And um, if if she weren't doing that, we couldn't do this because I can't do that. If you know what I mean. Right. And and uh, for what we're paying her, I think it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> Would you say, Raina? Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, and uh, I know you know her, and she's talked to you before yes. about uh, the road issue. I think. And uh, that's where I got onto this whole idea of talking about the road. Um, there are always issues. There are. And uh, you have to have a kind of thick skin, I would say. Absolutely. To, to, because I would imagine, now correct me, if, now maybe I'm carrying this too far, but it would, I imagine um, criticism might even be allayed upon the uh, community of Kiowa County. Am I right? You are right, yes. Oh, yeah. So you have to have thick skin. Yes. You have to be able to, and, and at the same time, serve the people's needs. Because some of those things that they criticize about may be worth listening to, right? Right, right. And you find that to be true. Yes. You need you need everybody's opinions. Uh, you need to... S- uh, the the good part is you get everybody's opinions. <laughs> I want them or not. But you need everybody's opinions yes. because you want to make sure when you're in these types of positions that you are making um, an informed decision um, and the best decision for our county, which may not be the best decision for Crowley County or Bent or Cheyenne, it needs to be the best decision for us and the people that live here. And if you don't listen to the people and there's not, you know, you don't hear the opinions, uh, you may not be making that best decision. The, you know, you're going to have input, good and bad, on every single thing you do. Do we have public meetings where we, or does there have to be an issue brought forward? All of the commissioners' meetings are open to the public. Um, and since COVID, we have been, we've had our meetings um, uh, virtually. 
So anybody basically that wants to sit in virtually can. If you want to come and sit in the meeting, you can. Uh, people it's virtually need, by Zoom? Or yeah, what is by, it? Zoom, by Zoom, yes. And, uh, you know, people, if they want to speak to a, uh, an issue at a meeting or whatever, they need to schedule that. But everybody is welcome to sit and listen um, and, uh, and learn about what's happening in the county and what decisions are being made. And voice an opinion. And they can voice their opinion, not always right in the meeting, but um, there's absolutely, um, everybody is welcome to uh, give their opinion. And uh, I think the, this group of commissioners and the groups that I've worked with before are really, um, they really prioritize uh, what the community wants. And of course, they're out there in the community too. So they, right. they, they run yes. into and are, are running by right. uh, people that are interested in yes. talking with them. Tina? What a privilege to have you here. <laughs> You're so well-spoken, and you've given us a big idea, you know, about what uh, goes on in our county. And uh, I'd like to, if we get past some of these issues, others will come up. Yes, they will. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to hold on to your telephone number and uh, give you a call and ask you to come back sometime. Certainly, To yes. this podcast. This yes. is what we're for. We exist mainly to be able to tell what's going on in our community. Okay. Whether it's the, the county or the city or clubs or whatever it is. Right. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you having me on. Good. You've been listening to As Time Goes By. Thank you for joining us today.